You're listening to the Stoic Philosophy Podcast, Practical Wisdom for Everyday Life. I'm Justin Vakula, and this is episode 25, titled Preferring Frugality. Visit my website at justinvakula.com, where you can connect with me on social media and see past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. Support my work by becoming a donor through Patreon or PayPal. Share, comment, like, subscribe, and leave a review to help support my efforts and keep this project going. Stoic writers advocate a lifestyle of frugality, minimalism, shunning lavishness and questioning common wisdom about what is valuable. Wealth, on the Stoic view, is not necessary to live a good life and can even pose a severe threat to contentment. A modest, comfortable lifestyle is something desired for Stoic writers, not a life of poverty or vast riches, but rather something in between, not having too many possessions, reducing desires, being careful with our spending, and not having our wants take control of us. Stoics will not talk of money or possessions themselves as being goods, but rather preferred indifference, something we may desire which can improve our life if used well. Seneca explains this concept of a preferred indifferent in relation to wealth quite well in his letter titled On Festivals and Fasting. He writes, you can live happily without it as well with it. The good life, instead, on the Stoics' view, consists of self-reflection, fulfillment, and a virtuous lifestyle independent of various externals, often things we have little to no control over, as fortune can be fickle. We shouldn't rely on externals for happiness. It's a big question. How should we use our money? What kind of life do we want to live? Shall we spend our valuable time in this limited life to accumulate money to acquire things we say we need or want when we can instead use our time and money differently? I look at many aspects of modern society, others' spending habits, and often think, wow, this isn't for me. I don't see any value in this. Perhaps others will have different value judgments. Maybe they don't mind spending $25 at a restaurant, for instance. They enjoy the time spent, the dining experience, but on my end, I'm quite content with my regular rice cooker meals, which cost about a dollar, a combination of brown rice, quinoa, mushrooms, tofu, and carrots, all from the comfort of my own home. Minimal prep, minimal cleaning, and a healthy meal. I've also been consuming Soylent meal replacement shakes, which have also been a big time saver. Easy to consume and prep on the go. Healthy as well. Breakfast typically consists of a pea protein shake with oats, soy milk, and water. Easy. Why spend money eating out, especially if not part of a social occasion or on the go, somewhere on vacation perhaps, if you can eat at home. This seems too, oddly enough I think, put me at odds with popular ways of living, where eating out, food delivery, fast food, and fine dining is something people like. But to me, it seems like quite the waste of money, lighting money on fire, when I can instead engage in a frugal, often much healthier alternative, having dinner, cooking at home, while I'm working on a podcast episode or something else, for instance. People talk of good food and seem to prioritize temporary gratification, taste, and maybe convenience, but it's often at the cost of health, time, and money. No thanks. I can instead spend my money on groceries, prepare my own food, use time more efficiently, even have more time for leisure I would prefer instead of sitting at a restaurant for an hour. I faced what some might call shaming language or pity from others when expressing these viewpoints. People talk about how I'm missing something, about how food tastes so good, but as someone who studies stoicism, well, I'm not one to be offended and I can consider their viewpoints, but I'll ultimately go my own way. I'll be content in the way I want to live and what works well for me. I simply don't find value in much of what others find valuable. Perhaps we don't question the common wisdom, things which might make us feel good and examine our priorities how we spend our money and time, and this is just one example with food. We can also consider the value of going to bars, spending money on drinks, and buying expensive clothes. 
Might you have a budget? How do you spend your money? Are there items you can cut to have more peace of mind and break the cycle of living paycheck to paycheck that many voice? Can you cut some bad habits? Can you replace one area of spending with another? Is spending really needed for a good life? Can you have better spending habits? Can you cut that $2.50 coffee from your morning routine and instead make coffee at home or take it on the go and drink it at home? People might not care about these little expenses in life, but they add up and seem to be quite unneeded. Easy fixes to maybe save $35 a month, especially when you're struggling to make ends meet. Perhaps being more of a loner, relying less on social approval, and being more content by yourself can help with a frugal lifestyle and provide other benefits as well. We should be careful with who we let into our social circles. I spoke about this in a past episode on the topic of friendship, as others can be a drain on our contentment, our time, our money, especially in the modern dating scene and a growing cook-up culture in which men in particular will spend considerable time and money in the hopes of establishing a long-term committed relationship, dealing with instability, negativity, and drama. And for what? What benefit? Is it really worth it? What is she bringing to the table? What ultimate benefit will there be, and how likely it is to find the proverbial needle in the haystack? Do we really have time for that? We can ask, as Stoics do in their writing, what must be traded for what? Personally, I've been finding more value in a single lifestyle, and have dramatically reduced efforts in the dating department, as it doesn't seem to be worth it for me anymore, even considering completely opting out of it, very close to it at the moment. This has surely helped with a more frugal lifestyle and contentment. Other men may hope that spending money will impress women, and they will drastically change their spending habits. Stoic writers often talk of people creating problems for themselves because of their faulty ways of thinking, their disorganized lifestyles, and going astray in matters of what is really valuable. It can be in our power, though, to take accountability and improve our lives through revamping things, changing our attitudes. Perhaps Stoicism will challenge us, have us reflect on our lifestyles, our priorities. This might be uncomfortable and difficult, but we can greatly benefit. Sometimes it takes that kick. Sometimes it takes that inspiration, even if it's harsh at first. We might think that having more things, spending more money, that might lead to more happiness. This might be true in the short term if you think of happiness as pleasure rather than contentment, but we can instead cut costs, have fewer worries, less financially related pressure, and find other ways to entertain ourselves. The happiness might also not be long-lasting. Perhaps there's only an initial impression, but that doesn't last over time. Maybe we can enjoy board games with friends, join a group on meetup.com, engage in PC gaming, watch Netflix content, or whatever suits you. Surely there can be something which can fit your lifestyle and interests that doesn't cost so much. Let's look to writings from Seneca concerning a frugal lifestyle. In his letter titled On Philosophy and Riches, Seneca prioritizes efforts to live a content life, which may be at odds with focusing on acquiring wealth and enduring long toil. He writes, Cast away everything of that sort, if you are wise, nay, rather that you may be wise, strive toward a sound mind at top speed and with your whole strength. If anything holds you back, untie it or sever it. He later talks about one's yearning for wealth, their estate, perhaps working long hours for acquisition of wealth, when this really isn't needed, shouldn't be preferred maybe even enduring misery and not having leisure time, not having time to study philosophy and live a more fulfilled life. The pursuit of wealth comes at odds with contentment. He also writes on the topic of food in his same letter, It is easy to fill a few stomachs when they are well-trained and crave nothing else but to be filled. Hunger costs but little. Squeamishness costs much. Poverty is contented with fulfilling pressing needs. Here, Seneca seems to advocate for the goal of eating, to be fulfilling a human need to have food, rather than thinking of eating as a pleasurable experience, we can move away from desires which can harm us and take out of our wallets. It's a mindset thing, right? We say we want food and eat when we really don't need it, spend in excess, and not have a more disciplined approach. 
Seneca says training, to desire little and to be content with less, is the remedy. For Seneca, we can free our mind from madness and attain, as he writes, the prize of everlasting liberty by reducing desires, living more frugally, and breaking lifelong patterns, which really don't benefit us. We can have more control over our lives, not being pushed and pulled by desires. We can make even small steps to change environments, discern potential triggers, things that might lead to unproductive behaviors, being mindful in the moment and implementing some self-talk to not make poor decisions, even reflect after we make certain decisions. We can talk with trusted friends about how we can live a better life. We can be wary of imitating others who display bad habits, not giving in to social pressures. We can take action, as the Stoics often advise, to improve our lives and live more frugally. Nature demands but little, and the wise man suits his needs to nature, Seneca writes. Again, we can seek to live a simple life, be content with less, and question our desires. As I've explained in previous episodes, Stoicism encourages an attitude of moderation in this case, not being completely poor and living with only a backpack full of clothes, books, and personal hygiene products. That's not what we aim for, but rather a comfortable lifestyle, where we embrace minimalism while still enjoying elements of today's society, like technology, having some possessions, but not too much, being content with little. Use some money, question how you spend it, what you value, spend it well to be content with a simpler lifestyle. You'll be better off for it. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at justinvacula.com, where you can find links to my social media portals and see past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, or Stitcher. Support my work by becoming a donor through Patreon or PayPal. Share, comment, like, subscribe, and leave a review to help support my efforts and keep this project going. Podcast music is brought to you by Phil Giordana's symphonic metal group Fairyland. The song titled Master of the Waves is from their album Score to a New Beginning. Find more information in the show notes. Have a great day. Raise yourself for the fury of the ocean.